Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Trish. And, and this, this is the Don't Give a 50 podcast. Let's make getting old the new gold, as oh, you say. I like that. I like that one too. That was mine. <laughs> that was mine. Hi there, it's Mel and Trish. Welcome to another episode of Don't Give a 50, the podcast for midlife women who dare to be awesome and just don't give a 50 like us. And thanks to everyone who took the time to review our podcast. And hey, we would also love if you could share Don't Give a 50 with just one friend. Pick a friend, any friend, and either tell them about us or send them a link. It's a great way to get the word out there and we're keen to build a supportive community of 50-ish women. This is a time for us and this is a podcast for us. So when Trish and I sat down to nut out how Don't Give a 50 would sound, look and feel, we committed to including and featuring regular 50-ish women because we are firm believers that all midlife women are awesome. We also recognise that midlife being a significant transitional stage of our lives was a time when many women were reinventing themselves and breathing renewed energy into their lives. So today we're taking a step in that direction. We've invited our gorgeous friend Desley Walters in to chat about being a regular regular hang on mm-hmm. i think i think that you've been hanging around me too too long too too long let me handle that one for you mel it's regular so today we're taking a step in that direction. We've invited our gorgeous friend Desley Walters into chat about being a regular 50-ish woman doing extraordinary things in midlife. In 2016, the year she turned 50, Desley made the brave decision to open a business, Sweet Charlotte Studio, a clothing boutique in Caloundra on the Sunshine Coast. It was born out of a desire to share her passion of all things beautiful with other women. 
Desley believes in the transformative power of fashion and styling and has created a shopping environment where women of all shapes and sizes feel not only welcomed and valued, but they can stand proud in front of the mirror, happy with what they see. She's now the owner of three boutiques, a growing online business, chief designer of her own in-house label, part owner of a shoe store and part owner of a homeware store. Phew. That's a lot, Des. You've been a busy girl in the last five years. Welcome, my oh, darling. I have. I was a bit worried about my intro. Oh, wow. <laughs> Let me tell you, no need for worry. That is significantly I've got impressive. big shoes to fill. I know you've had some very professional, polished women on your show, so I'm very honoured. And you are here. one of them, my darling. You are one of them. So tell me, how does it make you feel when I read all of that back to you? Yeah, I guess a bit humbling, um, you don't often, well, I sort of, I'm a fly by the seat of my pants kind of girl, so I don't You're often my type of girl, time. Yeah. <laughs> so is Trish. <laughs> yeah, so I know, Trish and I have a lot in common in that regard, so I don't often sit still and just even think about what you, um, you know, how it's all panned out. It's happened so quickly, um, but I guess, yeah, it's nice to feel a little stirring of pride and well, you should to be think very of, proud. That is an amazing achievement. Yeah, thank you guys. I think... Uh, it's like you hear over and over again. I know it sounds like a bit of a cliche, but I think when you're following your passion and doing something that really excites you, everything just sort of falls into place. And yeah, you just follow your gut. And yeah, I've had As a great say, opportunity. If you do what you love, you never work day work in your life. Amen, sisters. Amen. <laughs> Never worked a day in your life. Mm -hmm. So we know Sweet Charlotte Studio was born out of a desire to share your passion for beautiful things with women, but was there anything else? So in other words, what was happening like in your life and around your life at that particular time where you thought, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to open up a boutique. Mm, well, Tell good, us. Good question, Mel. I think, um, I don't know if I just woke up one morning with it. It's like anything. Sometimes it takes time to develop. Um, I'd always had a love of sales, I guess. And for me, it's not even about being passionate about one thing in particular. I think, you know, we all try and find out, you know, I was going through the same thing as a lot of women thinking, what's my gift or what's my passion or purpose? You know, purpose? What's that my that word. word that it, that's so true, Trishy. It's, it's what's my purpose. So mm. I guess ultimately I realized that I'm passionate about being passionate about things. When I love something, I want to share it. I want to shout it from the rooftops. And and we're all a little bit different in that regard. Some people don't. Some people, when they find something they love, they like to sort of keep it to themselves yes, and that sort I'm, of thing. I'm an oversharer, don't yes, I? Yes, right with yes. If I love sharing. Comes, if something good, I want to mm, tell the world. You want to tell everyone. And I think, you know, my family, I'm, I'm the youngest of seven, so I've got five sisters. And, mm. you know, often they'd joke at me, you know, what's your latest hairbrain scheme, Des? You know, I was always sort of thinking about, you know, what can it be? What Will I do and but also um, being the youngest you would have had to have been quite loud to be heard oh true <laughs> I think that all agree with you that I am quite loud um, nothing wrong with that that's right and I guess they all you know as when you're the youngest, you always get the, I was the spoiled one and, you know, I got it easy compared to them. <laughs> but I, it also was great because I had amazing parents who were very encouraging, especially my father. But I was always put in place, also put in place by my sisters and my brothers. So it probably helped growing up being the youngest, you know, having to fight for things a little bit more. But I was encouraged a lot too, which sort of gave me the confidence, I guess, to to think maybe if I start this thing, maybe women will love it. Maybe they'll follow and love and embrace what 
I do. So, yeah, I guess I a confidence is a big thing to actually take the leap to think, yeah, I think I can do this. I can pull it off. I can I can start my own business. All right. So self-confidence, it's, it's a big one, isn't it? Because a lot of mm. us in midlife, as we are transitioning, actually lose self-confidence because it is that whole what is my purpose yes and that whole question alone can obviously sometimes lead to a lacking of self-confidence so did you have that I'm ready to reinvent myself headspace I think so Mel I think you know like a lot of women my you know my kids had grown up Kira and I have three boys between us and they're off sort of doing their own thing and you know it was a bit of a what's next you know what's next for me I had been in sales I'd I'd had a jewellery business with Mel actually was in that business with me for a while so I knew I loved the sales side I knew I loved the fashion side but I also had learnt my limitations and I guess it's like anything as much as we've got strengths we have weaknesses And a big one for me, I was also involved in real estate, working from home. Things had changed with real estate, weren't so much working in the office so much. And I realised that I am not good working on my own. So I, not that I consider myself lazy, but I get off track very quickly. <laughs> I don't know very what you speak quickly. of, this. I do not know what you speak of. <laughs> so, you know, I, I take my hat off to these women that run, you know, big mm. businesses from home and, and it's just that every day you have to wake up with that structure, yep. you have to be organised. You have to impose routine on yourself really, don't you? Exactly. And mm. I probably am not very good no. at that. <laughs> I think, Des, we're similar in that, you know, we're all nothing girls. We're either 100% focused Absolutely. or... We yeah. have we have off track. We have talked about the the common ground of you and Trish a few times. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, All or nothing yeah. is something that <laughs> I and a lot of people that know me would probably use yeah. to describe myself. But that's okay. Yeah, as long absolutely. as you know and work with your strengths. Yeah. So yes, my strengths. You know, I'm passionate about things. I have that. You know, maybe I have that. You know, I'll have what she's having. I'm I'm able to maybe instill in other people that. This is something I love. This is something that I think you should really think about and consider. And I just, you know, my sisters are a bit like that. You know, I was always on the latest diet and they were always jumping on board with me (laughs) and latest skincare, Des, what are you trying now? And I'd be sharing that with them. So I sort of had that confidence that that would be okay. But yeah, knowing that the structure of retail, which is funnily enough, the thing that a lot of people don't like about retail, that okay. there's structure, you've got to be there, you know, you've got to open your doors at a certain time, you've got to close them at a certain time. Yep. I actually knew that that's probably what I needed. I yep. needed, I have to be there. It links no it, because it links into your limitations? Is that yes. what you mean? Yeah, okay. because so I that- don't have that self-discipline to, you know, work from home or something like that. I liked the structure of retail yep. that, you know, I open at this time and I stay until this time and I go to work and I get in my car and I, and it has suited me. It's, I, I don't mind how many hours I do, but I guess the structure of retail really helped me. So confidence plus knowing your limitations at the same time mm. was was a key. And, and we know that you were looking to repurpose. Yeah. Um, what's my why? Who says that? Says, what's my why? It's out there all the time. Or find your why. Mm. You're looking at me with a quizzical air on I'm your trying face. Trying to work out because you are, what's my why? I'm wondering if that's girl. like a Tony Robbins thing, or if it's a Emma Isaac's business chicks winging it thing. Mm. Or and I must admit, yeah. I'm a bit like Trishy. I was always reading self help books. Yeah. You know, always yeah. trying to what you focus on, you will attract. Exactly. <laughs> what you think about, you bring about mm. abundance mentality. Okay, we'll get abundance is my birthright. We're getting back to that. We yes. will absolutely Sorry. get to. Sorry, that. yes, mm. but I think yes as well. You know, you spoke a moment about uh, ago about your 
you know, your strengths, your weaknesses, etc. And I would 100% say that, you know, your enthusiasm is contagious. And that's probably one thing that in that retail environment, you know, with dealing with women, your excitement for how they feel and look and, you know, that is contagious. That mm. is one of your superpowers. And I have experienced that and I adore that about you. Oh, thank you. And I guess mm. it's, it's, it's like anything too. I think what what you can bring to other women that they don't possess in themselves. I know there's so many women out there and we all know that we should treat ourselves like oh, our best friend treats yes. us. The negative self-talk. Yes, yes. and I, I, it's something that I was very aware of just out, before I started my business. I was aware of how harsh women really are on themselves and you know, I just, I'd heard, you know, a lot of people talk about their shopping experience. So I'd heard a lot of negative talk from women about when they go shopping and the experience they have when they walk in those doors and how uncomfortable they feel. And, you know, I, I wanted to change that, you know, I wanted to have this lovely nurturing sort of environment. And I was the same. I was 50. I didn't look you know, like I did even 10 years back, you know. And we're getting to that stage where we're second-guessing ourselves because mm. we've always been very confident with our fashion choices. Mm. Some of mine may have been questionable <laughs> looking back. Oh, especially in the 80s. We all we were all in a bit of strife oh, but, back then, oh, we? you know, but I loved it. I embraced it. I lived it. I was there for it. I don't know, I if, I ever, I don't know if I ever told you the story. Des definitely knows this story, but um, when shoulder pads were right in and we were all putting <laughs> oh them underneath gosh. our bra. I know stuff. what you're going to say. And I was walking across a road <laughs> and I felt something and oh. I looked down. I was on a pedestrian crossing. I was in Europe and oh I looked down gosh. and my shoulder, shoulder pad, pad had fallen, <laughs> slipped out of my sleeve and was on the ground. I picked it up and shoved <laughs> it back, back in, in and, and just kept going. And then you could going. get the ones with a little bit of Velcro underneath as well. Yeah, yeah but they were I fancy. tell you, I yeah. bought a blouse uh, just a couple of weeks ago with a shoulder pad in it. Get oh out. It, it, had, had, it had little um, yeah. um, press studs. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think I prefer a press stud than a bit of Velcro, but anyway, mm-hmm. okay. So or an under the bra strap. Oh. Don't ask me what I was asking, Des, because you just I'm totally Sorry, I know, I I'll know. I'll see if it pops back in later, ladies. I think we were talking ne- <laughs> negative self-talk. We were talking fashion choices. Oh, we were talking fashion, fashion choices. Right. Yes. And I think uh, where I was going with that was, you know, we had the confidence and then going through body changes and also just that kind of stereotypical and almost ageist, oh, you know, should I be wearing this now? Am I too old to wear this now? Can I wear ripped jeans? Is this too short? Yeah. You know, am I trying to be too young you know mm. am I looking ridiculous so even to have someone go no you're, you're good darling. yeah you've got oh, this mm, you know yeah. girls you've got this and I mm. think too something that I found when I was my fashion was I was never a high-end girl like you know we do in our circle of friends yes. you know we do have those girls that are designer girls and they're high-end and and I that wasn't me either you know mm. I, I have a very relaxed sort of casual way of dressing and um, and I think a lot of the boutiques maybe just weren't offering that at the time. Yes. You know, um, yeah. I'm not a races girl. You know, I don't go out that much. But, you know, I still love to look great. And mm. it was just hopefully being offer, being able to offer women they can come in into a casual space. Because really, ladies, when we think about it, we dress casually, what, 90% of the time? Yeah. And yet a lot of boutiques are really only catering for that when you go out, you know, those special occasions. So or that workwear. Was, workwear, exactly. Mm. So I, I, I knew there was this space, I guess, where I could bring to, to women that casual lifestyle clothing. 
And I thought, what else was lacking? And that's where I think Sweet Charlotte, we've filled a bit of a void. And that's just with a tiny bit of funk factor, you know, because there's no reason as we age why we, you know, we can't look cool, you know. And I know, you know, that cool is one of those funny words, but women can funk their look up a bit Mm. very easily Mm. and still look great in their day-to-day, every lifestyle, going about their business, kicking, you know, picking the kids up from school. But we all know the power of when we look good we feel Feel good good. it's not being vain you know like since the dawning of time Mm. we have been experimenting we've been you know whether it's with tribes and feathers and makeup and everything you know it's part of who we are it's in our dna every culture has its own type of decoration yeah and so you know and and we're exactly the same i think it's in our dna and i think women have you know, or most women. Some women don't. I know that. There's some, some women men. that really don't care men. about fashion. Yeah, but yeah, that's right. but for most of us, we just love to to just look as good as we can, and that makes us feel great. And I think as we age, that's really important. Any little help that we can get along the way. Oh, and hey. I think if Absolutely. you look good, or if you feel like you're put together, even whether you need someone else to help you put yourself together, then that's one less negative voice in your head mm. that you have to deal with. It totally. gives you the headspace to to get on with everything else that Absolutely. you've got on your plate. Yeah, yeah that's so right. True. So Des, just like going back on that because it's it's such a good point. You know, just the negative talk. What is the you know women that come into Sweet Charlotte, because I know that the the girls that work for you, your stylists are, you know, well-trained. Amazing. Yeah, they're they're extraordinary women. But just in terms of your customer, what is the overarching, you know, feeling that women give the girls about themselves and about their perceptions of their own bodies? Yeah, that's a good point, Mel, because I think as women, we tend to look at ourselves much more harshly than we should be. I remember reading an Amari Claire article years ago and it, they tested all these women with, I think there was 10 photos of naked women and all the women had to choose which photo they thought they looked most like. And without exception, I think the women chose a bigger, you know, version of version themselves. Of themselves. Mm. And ironically, men the opposite <laughs> oh my gosh men without doubt usually chose that slightly that so flatter funny. tummy and that mm. wraps us up in a nutshell and I think it's it's quite amazing it's it's easy to see with women when they walk out of the change room and look in a mirror you know instantly the part of their body they don't like wow. they look at it straight away if it's mm. their hips their eye goes straight to their hips so it doesn't matter how beautiful you know the rest of the outfit looks on so them so true and yeah. people an interesting thing that somebody said to me once I had tried on this beautiful dress strapless dress etc and it had a a tie that went kind of around the waist and underneath the the boobs the boobs for the want of a more professional word mm-hmm. and the bust um, Trish the bust the bust that's word and I was really self-conscious about cutting myself there because I thought you know that's not my favorite parts and I didn't like how that looked and somebody said you know people don't look at you how you look at yourself they look at your face Mm -hmm. you know your this part what's that called (laughs) and you know but that's right so as soon as we go out of that mirror we go and look straight at the place that we judge Mm -hmm. the harshest but other people don't look at that. No, yeah. that's exactly that's right. That self-sabotaging behaviour that we're so all guilty of. You know, we don't we don't mean to, but we just we just do it. That's I right. think we're evolving, though. I really do we're, think that we're evolving. I, I think agree. That personally, we're kinder to ourselves, and I think that we are getting much more less judgmental. Well, just uh, you know, our awareness. 
Yes. Once you're aware that you're actually doing it, that's the first step, mm. isn't it? Yeah. And sometimes, stop it. Yeah, yeah. sometimes mm. just the the simplest, and that's where you know my girls are amazing, and they've you know they're honestly they're behind my success at Sweet Charlotte. If I didn't have those girls, they that another cliche, you know, they treat my business like it's their own, but they love their customers. They love being able to change someone's day and you really can see it you know you see people walk out of the change room sometimes some women actually get quite emotional oh you know, that's so nice yeah it's so nice they I'll never forget a lady coming in with her group of girlfriends recently been divorced and just her shoulders were down she was so downcast yes. and you know she spent a couple of hours in the store and spent a mozza and just walked out of there. Like we saw her, she she walked out with her girlfriends and then walked back past the shop. Oh, nice. Honestly, she was like a different woman. Her shoulders Body language. back. She was laughing with her girlfriends and fashion can be quite transformative. Yeah. Retail therapy. Oh, and they oh, don't. Yeah, that's so love. true, Trishy. It's not Works retail for therapy <laughs> for nothing. But yeah, sometimes ladies, it's just learning those, the tricks of the trade. You and know, it's you just the that? slightest little, you know, we talk about the whole tuck and blouse and oh, just mm. these couple of little styling tips that can actually change the, the half way. Tucked, uh, yeah, the half the tuck. Half tuck. <laughs> I love mm. the half tuck. And we have women with tummies. No, 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 I can't do that. It's like, yes, you can. Oh, mm. You know, if you just know the right way to do it, Mel will know. Like Mel is always one to talk about her broad shoulders. But if you know how to dress mm. and it's the same thing, no one else looks at Mel and sees her broad shoulders. Oh, gosh, but that's no. every clothing decision Mel makes is something to, to minimise her shoulders. Which and is a hangover from your swimming days of childhood. Correct. Mm. You know, but and we broad look shoulders anyway. Yeah, mm. but they're <laughs> not swimming as broad as you think. It. Yeah. You're being unkind to yourself. No. Stop it. <laughs> but knowing what to wear yes. changes everything. Absolutely. Yes. You know, yes. just and I've learned over the years. You learn what works for you. Fully. And that's what, you know, if you've got those couple of little tricks up your sleeve, mm. you know, so that you're just putting an outfit on and just sometimes it's the slightest tweak and women just stand back and go, oh, my God. Yeah. There's no and wonder you love your yeah. job so much. It's oh. such a positive environment, isn't it's it? It's awesome, you, When girls. you're helping women mm. on this level, and most of your customers are midlife women. Oh, they are. Yeah, mm. I would say our average age, you know, we're probably sitting from, you know, 45 to 70, really. Mm. Um, and, yeah, they st- everyone's st- – I mean, there's no – age where you don't want to try and look and feel no. your best. Yeah. I think the key too, you know, with business, as you said, you can't do it all. So surrounding yourself with experts in that field mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that have the personality but also the skill set to bring those ladies' confidence out and to have them dressing so they feel amazing. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's such it's a some key in business to oh, just surround yourself that's exactly with right. experts. And, you, you know, the, the rapport some of the girls have with their customers, you know, Ladies will just work in and say, right, dress me. You yeah. know, I've got this yes. coming up, I've got that, or what's new? And, you know, you you, you um, create these beautiful bonds and relationships with these women and, and they then, trust you yeah. and they know that we're there to do the right thing. They're not going to sell you something. We're not going to there to sell you you're something. You're not going to sell them something. That you know, that's then. not good for our business. You know, we want customers to come back. They're part of the Sweet Charlotte tribe. You know, we love it. And they just keep coming back and letting and us take care of them. So they've also got your pieces and then they're building on them. So Correct. it's not like seasonal. It's not like you go here and you get that and you wear it for a season and then you think, oh, but, mm. you know, mm. so they've got that relationship where you're actually building and constructing a wardrobe that can go throughout. Oh, great point, Trish. I mm. love that. Building a wardrobe. You should see the size well, of mine. I've <laughs> built three. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? I've got three like, wardrobes you know, at home. Yeah, yeah. No, And I think that's what a lot of stylists do really well. It's going, well, you've got these pieces. Well, let's get these pieces yeah, and it can work yeah. back with that. So it's just giving you... 
more choices. And it's not just Agreed. about the shopping. It's about the relationships. You know, yep. it's about the experience and, you know, just women hanging around. We try and make it. You know, like your podcast, there's a lot of women that don't have a, a good community. tight circle of girlfriends. Well, they yep. may not be around. You know, they can come in a store and you just want them to have that great experience, a bit of a laugh, yeah. share anything that's going on in their lives. And, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's nice to create more than just a boutique or a business, it really does become a bit of a family. It's really Yeah, nice. it's your little community. Mm-hmm. So with all that positivity, obviously running a business, so setting up a business, you know, from the idea and then taking it to the actual, you know, the, the concrete structure mm-hmm. and then running the business, so it's been up and going for five years, what have been some of the greatest challenges that you've faced or is there one particular challenge that you have faced so far in mm. the last five years. I've heard you've years. got a model online that's a bit of high maintenance. <laughs> I know. I was very, very lucky to have Melinda as my best friend. For those of you who don't know, um, Melinda does model for Disney mm. online. And she she's does. gorgeous. She's, virtual, she's sort of the face of Sweet Charlotte, actually. <laughs> Your I think, muse. I think a lot of people think Melinda's me or I'm yeah. Melinda. <laughs> Um, People don't know that story. Mm, but it's very, it's been very, very handy, I guess. And for Mel, you know, when I started, oh, I couldn't afford a model. You know, mm. I couldn't afford to pay people to come. So, so Mel, dial up Mel. Dial up Mel. Can you, yeah, can you just throw <laughs> Luckily, these Luckily, you had on? a best friend who was a professional. I know. Oh. Well, she quickly became one. Um, <laughs> don't know if you, yeah, classify. For those of you yeah. who are unsure, we'll put all of the links in the show notes. So this you isn't an in-conversation you can understand. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But Mel is... Is recognised now, which is really cute, as um, from being on our Instagram page. And I guess Mel was starting off her own little chronicles of MK, like when we first started. So we sort of both grew our yeah grew our Instagrams together. The power of um, the power of social media. It is one thing I am very glad I did embrace, and is something that is definitely part of our success. I was not a social media lover. So was it a challenge? It was was it one of the challenges? Definitely yep. a challenge. I wasn't a Facebooker. I just wasn't really interested in social media. Mm. And really our tight circle of friends really weren't either. None of us were big mm. on social media. So it is something I definitely had to embrace and learn about very quickly. And I'm glad I did because it's a game changer because um, not only is it good for growing an online business, but, you know, it brings people into the shops. You know, the top I saw on Instagram, I saw it on Facebook. Um, it just keeps you in touch with your with your customers on a much more regular basis than you And I think, too, social media does have that stigma attached, but I think that it also has that sense of community. So when I you agree, release Trish. that stigma and you go, actually – there's a strong sense of community that it brings and connection. And support. And, I agree. you know, we spoke about this recently that, you know, it's about filling that social media feed with all different types of people, all different sizes, all different influences. So you don't pigeonhole in that one box or you don't compare yourself to that one stereotypical person that. You know, mm, such mm. a good point. Yeah, yeah. So, so true. apart from the social media, Des, is there anything else oh, that has stood out? Yes, yeah. lots. <laughs> uh, as I said, it's knowing those strengths and weaknesses. I'm mm. I'm very disorganised, mm-hmm. and I do fly by the seat of my pants. I the agents used to laugh at me. I used to go in there, and they'd say, "Right, well, what's your budget?" And I'd say, "Well, what's a budget?" <laughs> I had no idea, and okay, still so budgeting. Don't. <laughs> I, I still Sounds don't. Like my life. <laughs> yeah, I still don't. I just don't. I've never probably embrace that business side of things. I guess, you know, when your business does grow, um, you do have to 
take more of that on board and I guess surround yourself too. That's where some of my girls are amazing. Like they're organised and, you know, they're a lot better at eye dotting and T crossing than me. So they've helped me in a lot of areas there. But um, yeah, probably embracing my disorganisation and thinking that mm-hmm. instead of thinking it as a negative, it's part of the reason that, you know, I've been able to adapt pretty quickly when things come along. Um, it's incredible to me as we get older, the amount of women our age that do suffer from anxiety. It's so much. Yeah, it's very, very real. Um, so I guess I'm very lucky in that aspect that, you know, because I guess I am the sort of person that I, that I am, I don't get anxious. Um, I just tend to be able to make decisions and live with that. Okay. Wing it. Wing Wing it. it. Oh, yeah. Fake yeah. it till you, you make it. You love. are yeah. so good at that, Des. You, that is such a strength of yours. And oh, thanks, Mel. And I know there's probably my business could have been better in certain areas, you know, uh, had I been a bit better at that sort of yeah, stuff. But that's but not you sort of can't do everything. It's not your superpower. Mm. And that's, you know, we've said you've surrounded yourself with people that their strengths are not your strengths. So mm. if you have just carbon copies of yourself in your own business, then obviously you're not going to have the tools you need to succeed. Yeah, good point. Good point. So don't, yeah, and and I'd say that to your beautiful listeners. Like if if you have a, you know, if you have a goal or you have a dream or you've got an idea – try not to let anything stand in the way because I we had very little money um, and that there was that was a reason I probably didn't think initially that I'd be able to pull this off, you know, and that's hard to admit. It's hard to admit, that, you know, that we're in these places sometimes financially that aren't very good, you know, both my husband and I had come out of marriages and it depletes the finances and, you know, we weren't very good at good with money. That's another thing that was probably a bit of a weakness. You know, both of us lived lifestyles, you know, as if we used to have the money that maybe was once there. Um, but I didn't let it stop me. I, I you know, put my um, pride aside. My beautiful sister lent me some money and we maxed out the credit cards. And I guess just having that belief that if you don't worry about the money, the money tends to come. And that's something courage. that I've really learned. Yeah. Have the courage, ladies, to just, you know, whatever it is, work it out. It'll be okay. You know, ask for help. That's another thing. It, mm. I did find that a bit difficult when I was starting business. I would have loved a, you know, maybe a retail mentor, a mentor. that I could have rung. Mm. And, mm. Um, and that's, you know, that's something that, you know, as much as I love my business, that's an area that I would really like to take myself in one day. Like that business coaching. Yeah, just yeah. to just to someone to mentor other women. Why start? Because mm. honestly, you'd what's really yeah. the overwhelm, isn't it? The overwhelm. You where really do don't know where do you start. Mm. So mm. that's that's something I think there's a lot more now though than there was then. Yeah, like oh. I know it's only five years, but now Even like so. look at what you guys are doing, and mm. there's so many podcasts and you know so much information out there online. Who do that you I think, think we're mentoring? <laughs> <laughs> budding podcasters of the future. Oh, I think, I think it's all just about going to women, especially in our age um, bracket. Just give it a go. Back yourself. Just back, back yourself. You know, yourself. And if you do try it awesome. and something doesn't work out, try something else. Yeah. Des, you know, what are you most proud of? Fear out of it. Oh, well, probably I. As you mentioned, we've gone into doing our own brand. I guess that's something that I realised. As I was going along, you know, what people were asking for, I couldn't always find exactly what they wanted. And we're massive linen lovers mm-hmm. at Sweet Charlotte and just natural fibres, really. I think it's the way the world's going with sustainability and people want to be comfortable. We're all running a bit hot, girls, at our age. <laughs> little so warm, your listeners are not warm surprised. At time, a little cosy at times. <laughs> not surprised to hear that. So yeah. I really was keen to try our own brand and our own label. And mm. 
I knew that label. It's actually called Pierce, which is named after my father. I was never in doubt when it came to what I was going to call my label. It would have been named after my dad. He was an amazing force in my life, a very positive force. And with a beautiful Irish name like Jack Pierce Martin, it wasn't hard to find, but we went with the Pierce. And I guess, yeah, it's, he'd, he'd certainly be very, very proud of what we've created there. It quickly became our biggest selling brand, probably within 18 months. And we're really proud of that. You know, they're local girls, you know, local manufacturers do all of our sewing. Most of it done actually here on the, on the Sunshine Coast. So I think maybe that's probably my thing I'm most proud of, and- I guess. And also the... The family that I've built with the beautiful girls that I work with, I never call them staff. They're not staff to me. Mm. They're sort of a family and we've got a pretty special thing going. But, yeah, probably, yeah, I I love to think that Dad would be, you know, looking down very, very proud. He was always a staunch supporter. Luckily, my dad was one of those guys... He was a um, words of affirmation for anyone that does the old love languages. So, you know, whatever I did in life, it was if I made a cake, it was the best chocolate cake it ever tasted. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he loved my, he loved my love of fashion. You know, yeah. even when he was always telling me how lovely I looked and even when he lost his sight, which was very sad for dad, he was an avid reader and he'd actually come up, feel my clothes mm. that I had on and say, oh, Des, that's that. Blouse you've got on it, just <laughs> lovely. Oh, That's divine! He Absolutely was divine. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. He, he was an he, awesome human. He's, so he was. He so was. How would you describe the Pierce range then? How would you best describe it to our listeners? Yeah, probably definitely a relaxed lifestyle range. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We keep it very simple, like yep. very simple silhouettes that work for lots of different shapes and sizes. Yeah. It's. Clothing that you can put on every day, throw looks together, and we listen to our customers. That's what's so great about being a manufacturing, but also having that retail feedback instantly, what customers like, what they don't like, so we can tweak things and adjust move it. on things. Yeah, adjust things pretty quickly. So That was my next question, actually, and that was uh, what sort of things do you actually keep in mind or bear in mind when you are designing? Definitely the changes, I guess, that come with ageing. You know, we just can't wear the things that we used to wear and neither do we want to. Mm. I guess it's the things, the feedback, the, oh, I don't like showing my arms. Mm. Or, you know, yeah. I like my chest to be covered now. Mm. Yes, or, you know, correct. I can't yeah. show as much leg as I once used mm. to. And you do hear that. You do yeah. hear the same things Comment over things. and over again. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we do try to design with that in mind. Mm-hmm. But definitely, Mel, the the casual relaxed lifestyle clothing that's you know that we live in day in and day out that's what we do and we do very well so we try those things I just said are so many things that you heard your mum once say that Mm. you never thought that would come out of your mouth and now oh I just think maybe I could cover my arms I know know. oh my gosh when did that happen once again and once again ladies if you're hot don't, don't cover, your cover your arms. Don't <laughs> you know, a lot of ladies, you're hot, you're hot. Yeah. We're not looking at your arms, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You know it's surprising, be- isn't it? Once yeah. again, it's that take my advice, I'm not using it. Isn't yes, that that's your that's my life. And I'm exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like yes. I said, we need to be much, much kinder to ourselves, don't we? Yeah, yeah. So step in, sweet Charlotte. Mm. Comfort. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's all about all about comfort. Des, I have one last question. I mean, we could talk mm. for another half an hour. Easy. Easy. And I think we say done. that at this point in every episode. Yeah. <laughs> we do. Because there's like always. Chat. We do. Yeah. We do. It's awesome. So, what would the 50 ish Des tell the 20 ish Des if you could go back in time? Oh, that's a good one, Mel. 
I mean, the confidence thing, I think. Mm. Even though when I was young, I thought I was confident. I think, you know, all those decisions we made for other people in our lives, worrying, definitely too much worrying about what other people think. It's Mm. still something I have to really work on. But I think one thing that I've learnt is I've, I've sort of coined this new phrase and that's focus on the 90. I think... 10%, a lot of us tend to focus on the 10%, what we don't like about ourselves, what we don't like about our partners, what we don't like about anything. Whereas if we just focused on the 90%, so some of us, you know, some of us maybe do have things we really don't like about ourselves. And like I said, they're the first thing we see in the mirror. But Mm. if we really tended to focus on the 90% of, of what we do have, you know, and for some of us, you know, we might have beautiful hair, beautiful skin, we might be kind and compassionate and all of these other things, that's what we should be focusing on. So try really, I'd, I'd tell myself, focus on the 90% of things that you know are really good about you, not the 10%, the disorganised 10%. <laughs> Once the, again, superpower. Yeah, the 10% mm. that can't budget, the 10% that can lose your temper. Focus on the 90% that you know is good about yourself. Except you don't have a temper. You don't lose your temper. No, I'm pretty good in that regard. Mm. Yeah, to, I think I'm, that goes with the whole gratitude thing that's going on. Mm. I think there's a huge movement in the world Gosh. that's all about I know gratitude. that, that mm. word existed, but who said it no. when we were in our 20s? Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you? now we're telling the, our children, yeah. you, know, you know, around the dinner table, What's the best thing? What are you grateful? You? What are you grateful for today? Mm-hmm. You know what happened? Mm. Oh, I don't know. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes. Give me one. I couldn't agree more. And I think yep. yeah. So focus on the ninety. And all of your listeners out there, I think it's like anything. If you focus on the ten percent, you know your husband's giving you the shits. Can I say that? Yeah. You know, oh, yes. And of yes. course, you know, <laughs> know what is what you mean by that? <laughs> you know, and sometimes when you're in that mindset, all you think about is all the things you don't like. Yes. But it's pretty easy actually to flick that mental switch. I'm I'm trying to get better at it to just flick that off and say no 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 no. This yes. is the things this I love really about you. This is really timely because I walked in this morning and had the biggest whinge to Trish about stuff going on in my life, didn't I? Yeah. And I wasn't focusing I could, I on could the 90%. I could hear it in your voice though. I'm like, what's Bogged no, down in the, in you know, 10. in the 10. I was mm, bogged down. Yeah. I was there. Anyway, yeah. Trish gave me a lovely hug. Yeah. yeah. You know, the old girlfriends. girlfriends are the best. Yeah. They yeah. are the best people, honestly. It's just It's, it's just about awesome. getting out of your own head. It is. Yeah, getting out of your own way, you know. So, yeah, Yeah. definitely focus on the 90 girls, all the good stuff. There's that saying, don't worry about what other people are thinking about you because there's a strong chance they're not even thinking about you. (laughs) I know. It's so true because they're not thinking about you. quite often will say to me, oh, but, um, you know, and I say, Mum, what about the – maybe no one's even thinking that. Mm. Maybe they're in their own head about the 10% Mm. that they've got going on in their own lives. So give yourself a break, ladies. Mm. Yeah, so true. Hey, Des, thank you so much for coming in, sweetie. We have really enjoyed this chat. Thank you. It's an important chat. It's that transformative time in our lives. And for anyone out there thinking about starting a business, wanting to repurpose themselves, then I'm sure that you have given them lots and lots of valuable insight on being brave and backing yourself. Thank you so much, ladies. Yeah, have courage. Get out there and give it a crack. That's it for another episode. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, share with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Follow us on Instagram at dontgiver50 and email us at hello at dontgiver50.com.au. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us what topic you'd like us to tackle next and don't be shy because as you now know, we're not. This is a judgment-free zone and we're always happy to hear from you. And I think we agree, girls, love 
life is for living. So buy the shoes, eat the cake, drink the wine and use the good stuff. Cut your hair, wear it long or go natural. Buy local and get styled up. Go and see Dez and the girls at Sweet Charlotte. Do whatever you want. Just don't give a 50 because we are all awesome regardless of age and living is an absolute privilege. Be kind to yourself, ladies. Be kind. Love your work, Dez. Thank you. Thanks, Dez. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.